Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Two things are written that are true. Name change and I got arrested. Pay attention, please. Welcome to Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast with your hosts, I'm Lene Brody. And I'm Chris Rogers. We interview your favorite wives, past and present, and dish on the biggest franchise scoop. So Bravo fans, get ready to flip a table and take a Xanax because things are about to get real wild. We're going to mention it all. Okay, Chris, we have so much Bravo to talk about right now. There's just so much going on. So much is going on. Okay, I think we need to start by talking about the video that surfaced this morning from page six about Tom with Tom Girardi. What are your thoughts? I don't know. I mean, I went into this season on Erica's side. I totally believed everything she was saying, but halfway through, there's just so many holes in her stories. I don't know what to believe anymore. And then this video of Tom basically saying that she knows or knew what was going on I mean I don't know if we should trust him based up based on like you know uh the claims of him suffering from dementia and stuff like that I don't know enough about that to know if we should take what he says at face value but it is as a fan pretty shocking to hear right yeah I think it is too and I agree with you like obviously you know, we don't know exactly what's going on with him, but it kind of seems like he said, she said, and she's very adamant that she did not know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it seems like so far what we're seeing is a lot of the ladies believe her, like Kyle kind of said, I believe it wasn't a confessional last night that like, she's never, you know, she said all along, she's never had a reason like er- Erica for her to not believe Erica. And right. she still believes Erica, but the story itself, I thought she said it so well, the story itself was unbelievable, but she mm-hmm. still wants to believe Erica. And like, that's how I feel. But like, it doesn't snow in Pasadena. Like what, maybe, I mean, maybe it's like, maybe. Well, it's- she said her son lived outside of Pasadena so it depends if he's up the mountain or not okay maybe he's in Palm Springs or on his way to the desert and it could have snowed because it does snow in the desert so like we'll give her that but like I can't not like I'm with Kyle on this one where it's like the story is unbelievable like I still want to believe her because I love EJ so much and I don't know Tom we haven't been watching Tom this season so I think I'm gonna side with EJ on this one and like I mean I haven't checked the blog since we've signed on but I haven't seen her respond quite yet have you I haven't either and I'm I'm interested to see if she does because obviously this season she's been doing nothing but in a way defending Tom or at least um painting him in a putting him in a good light and here he is basically not even avoiding the question that he's asked by I think it was the paparazzi or or um uh I'm not sure but 
the video is obviously circula circulating on, on Instagram and, and he goes to the camera and says, she, she knew, yeah. doesn't say what she knew or, or exactly, but I don't know. And he also didn't, I don't know. He didn't look great. I was just about to say that. And, you know, it's like, who knows? Maybe he misheard. Maybe he just wanted to mm -hmm. tell them something to get them out of his face. Like, we don't know. So I don't know I'm about you, but I'm taking this video with like 10 pounds of salt. Right, right. I'm interested to see what she says. And as far as we know, she answers a lot at the reunion. And she is asked about why she keeps saying allegedly in the season, et cetera. Andy said that. Um so I, I want to see how the rest of it plays out before I make a final decision on where I stand on this whole Erica stuff. I mean, it's all over the place every week. I agree with you. I mean, my sources are telling me she's not talking to anybody but um, Rinna right now, mm -hmm. um, which is really sad because, you know, she and Kyle have been girls for a while. She and Rinna and you yeah. see the show up to everything. And I mean, I sit there watching. I don't know about you, but I'm like, if I were in her shoes, like, I don't know if I'd want to be with the cameras around and doing this, but she's got a job to do and she's showing up for work. So even if you hate Erica, you have to admit she is doing what Denise and Lisa Vanderpump, even Adrian Maloof, did not do in the past. Amen to that. I mean, they just walked away. They didn't want to face the music. They didn't want to, even if they were innocent in what they were being accused of, they didn't sit there and face everything. Erica's doing that. And, yeah. and, even if you don't believe her, you have to give her credit for that. She is sticking it out. She is taking everything that's coming her way, the hate from the fans, the hard questions from her co-stars. I mean, she's taking it. And as a fan, I appreciate that. You know, I want to see these people go through it all. You know, we're, we're invested. So let's let it play out. And I have to give her props for that. I totally, totally agree. And, you know, we, we want to talk more obviously about the reunion, which is coming up soon. Um, you know, I actually got a really great tip today that it gets so nasty talking about all this divorce. And, you know, Sutton has talked about this on the show where should we be friends with her? Like, mm -hmm. should we? I'm talking to my lawyer. I read the, you know, the LA Times article, what, four times? She said, I'm watching what happens live. I was saying three times, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have a source telling me, but it got so bad. She's asking for security at the reunion Jeez. because of Erica. And, you know, we've, I cannot wait to see this reunion. Andy and her go at it. We know he's talked about it. I heard voices will be raised. I heard she answers everything that she can. My gut tells me, I don't know for a fact, that she had a lawyer probably in her dressing room the whole time. And listen, she's a smart cookie, but she's going to face the music. And like you, to your point, the other ladies didn't. How many ladies ran from the reunion? So, right. I think it's going to be good. Um, you know, we've also talked about on HollywoodLife.com how Garcelle and Rinna are going to get into it. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to be a really powerful conversation, but it's also going to get really nasty. And I heard that they're not talking anymore either. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on all that? I'm team Garcelle on that one. <laughs> I love. I mean, I, I love Rinna. I'm, I'm, I'm a Rinna stan, but... I have been loving Garcelle on the show yes. and I feel like she's super genuine and I don't know. I'm just always leaning towards her this season. 
and the disagreements she's having with her co-stars. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see how the reunion plays out. But like, you know, your sources told you that they get pretty into it and I'm interested to see how that plays out. Yeah. Uh, And Garcelle actually went on record, I think it was this morning, and said that she's down to come back for another season. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out another you know and for a third season for her as well I think she's really hitting her stride and I think she's amazing for the show to be honest yeah I agree I I actually thought that this was a great cast usually there's like one person that I'm like "Eh." right like how are you fitting in here but I thought everybody brought something really great to the table and even though we've known for what like a year now that it's all about Erica everybody pitched in with their opinions and like oh well she's saying this and she's saying that and whatever and like obviously Harry's Bolognese makes a great appearance this season (laughs) I feel like it kind of stole the show when we needed it the most I think it's I think it's gonna be good and I mean, I don't know about you. I bet you Rinna is thanking her lucky stars, though, that this happened in, like, a really shady way. Because I think, I don't know about you, but I think we all thought it was going to be, like, the Amelia and Scott show. And, like, what did they think about it? And now with Erica, like, we don't even talk about Amelia and Scott. Like, barely. Right. I mean, it was only a couple episodes. I I did hear that it's talked about at the reunion. Um which will be fun to watch Um, now that we know the relationship's over. I mean, that there goes, you know, that storyline for Rinna. So yeah, it's going to be a really season. It's going to be a good reunion. And I think all the ladies will be back. Honestly, I think even Erica's going to come back. That's too. I mean, we, you know, we've reported this too, but like my sources tell me she's not made a decision yet. Um, And I think she still feels as good as she can about the reunion. Obviously, I wouldn't say she's feeling good just given what she had to deal with. But I think given the circumstances, she's feeling good, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I think so. So, I mean, and another reunion that we were really looking forward to talking about was Rahoni, um, which is so crazy because as you know, we talked to Ebony on TV talk just last Monday Mm. and she was so excited for the reunion. Like she was so happy it was happening. And then what was it like the next day, two days later, like kaput. And I'm hearing that like, it was because of COVID and because all this time passed that they just kind of felt like, you know, this is really not going to work. Like, it's not worth it. Um, let's just kind of start over. And my feeling is that they need to, and they're going to bring back either Bethany, Tinsley, Dorinda, or Jill Zarin. Those are the four names I'm putting into the hat. Yeah, I would what love are your thoughts? I would love to see any of them return. I'm a big Bethany fan. I think Real Houses in New York City don't at me but I think the show always needs her I think she is a big part of the DNA of that show yeah she just brings so much to the show um but you know I've been seeing a theory around there about this whole Real Housewives in New York City reunion situation and how it might have been a move to protect Ramona I mean she didn't she didn't have um a good uh what am I thinking she didn't have the best um gosh what am I thinking edit this season yeah, I mean not, I wouldn't even say an edit she just didn't she didn't come across well this season she yeah. said pretty eek 
things. And, um, you know, she's going to be on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Oh, I think they didn't want to have a Real Housewives of New York City reunion. And what if she said something else that just, you know, rocked viewers and the wrong way? And, and, and then they have this spinoff that they need to protect its image. I mean, that's just my thoughts. That's not based on anything. That's just, hey, you know, like, maybe they want to just take a breather, you know, kind of like they're doing with Dallas right. and, and, you know, take a breather and, and see what happens with girls trip, see how, how fans react to that and then decide what they're going to do with New York for another season after that and see if they want Ramona to stay on the cast. I mean, again, she's a big part of the DNA of that show as controversial as she is, you know, so it'll be interesting to see where they go from here, but I'm bummed. I'm bummed. We're not going to see reunions are always fun. You know, I know this season wasn't great. It didn't have the best storylines, but they were dealing with COVID, you know, et cetera. They didn't have a lot to do. I would have still loved to see at least a one part special, Same. Same. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens next season. Yeah. And you know, I was hashtag blessed to go to the clubhouse this week. <laughs> And I was having such like Bravo FOMO because I stayed at the Moxie Chelsea, which is where I actually like got to go to the bar with so many of the ladies. It was amazing. Um, And, you know, just I passed by where it was, all the nostalgia. And when we were at, when we were at the clubhouse, I, I can't say much, but people kept asking Andy about the Rahoni reunion. And I could just tell by his answers um, that he's really bummed that we're not having a reunion. So... And I also think like, if I had to guess again, I don't know, but like, he's got to have a special place in his heart for her. Like she's an OG and like Beth, when I think of Rahoni, I think of like Bethany, Jill Zarin and Ramona, like right off the bat Right. and Lou. I mean, how could we not? But yeah. like, it just, I, I don't know how we could continue the show without her. I mean, they always find ways to do it, but I almost think like you said, like, let's see with girls trip, which by the way, I, I don't even know if we've reported this yet, but I have sources saying that she gets into it with every single person, not like most, every single person on Girls Trip, and that we're going to be surprised by the dynamic that Ramona brings to the table. So I'm so excited for that, yeah. which we then have to discuss, of course, All Stars number two, because all oh, of the ladies yeah. have been posting about it. Like, yeah they just wrapped interestingly it's not airing till next july 2022 so we gotta wait a bit to see that one well that's so (laughs) but i mean that cast is just killer i mean they did so i would have loved to see caroline manzo in the mix yeah i love the cast i love 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 the cast. I can't see, wait to see what they bring to the Berserkshires. I mean, Taylor Armstrong, like, yes, I am here for her return. Brandy Glanville, yes. I mean, Vicky, Tammy. Like, it's going to be so good. And it's like, I love that they're bringing people together that like all would probably give their heart, soul, like left arm and leg to be back on the show. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just all going to bring it. Like, I feel like they're taking this all as like a huge audition to return. Oh, for sure. And, you know, um, we are interviewing Real House of the Dallas Stars, Tiffany Moon, uh, uh, the Andrew Simmons. Yeah. And I want to ask them if they would do All Stars because I think they would be amazing on it. 
they would be amazing. I would love to see Deandra go head to head with Ramona. I'd like to see almost anybody go head to head with Ramona. Same. Like she's just amazing. You know who actually, and this will lead us into our next one, who I'd love to see go head to head with Ramona, Jen Shaw. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wait, we have to talk about the fact that I was taking off for New York. Like this, this is like a fun, when people are like, oh my God, what's your life like? I was about to take off and my phone rang and it was Lisa Barlow. This is a true story. And I'm about to check in to this great place called the Inside Edition. No, the Inside Hotel in New York. And I'm about to check in and she calls me again. And I'm like, oh my God, like this must be really important. She's getting ready to go to Italy. And she just wanted to catch up and see what I what I was thinking about the show this season, which I thought was so cute. But I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe like Lisa Barlow is calling me. Like it was really exciting because she's on TV right now. And I'm like, I'm a huge Bravo fan as are you. And we're so lucky that we get to report this. So I was like, okay, I'm loving this season. The first episode killed it. Second episode, I mean, I have to be honest, I was a little let down because I wanted to see more of the pickup of the first. I get what they're doing. They want us to like see all the other ladies and what's happening. But the first was so killer. Like I had to watch it three times. That's what I told her. And the second one, I'm like, okay, but like, can we go back to what's happening with Jen? And and in her confessionals, she like touches on it. You know, it's like, and I'm dealing with a lot and I'm dealing with a lot. And I'm like, okay, but like, let's go. And I know the Bravo fans were so excited for BravoCon and then the next day was the Jen Shaw trial, which would have been like day four of BravoCon for a lot of us. But like, I don't know, what are you, what are your thoughts on the season so far? Hopefully Lisa's listening and we can just tell her directly. Right. Um, I'm loving the season. I do want to get to the Jen drama. It's, you know, I'm sure it's going to be a few episodes before we get there. And it's a good buildup. I mean, how fun was that ice castle scene with... Heather and Jen it was just so camp and just so like insane like I mean that was fun to watch I enjoy Whitney dropping the cake three times I mean these are hilarious moments that are just housewives gold you know Um, but yeah I'm I'm totally excited to get to the Jen drama I want to see how that unfolds I want to see I want to know did Meredith tip off the feds did she did she you know reveal where jen would be that day i am so excited to see what happens me too and we've had meredith on which you know we talked yeah. about we unfortunately well unfortunately but fortunately we taped it in june yeah um so we didn't see it all play out quite yet but i mean my gut tells me like she did and like, I, I think if I had to guess, this is just like total guess, like, I, I feel like what happened was maybe they were already tipped off. Right. I mean, this was years in the work. Yeah, so. they were already tipped off. And maybe like, they went to her, her somehow, some way and were like, listen, do you do you know anything? Right. Um, you know, she hinted it herself at Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. And I, I think that's what I would love to ask all the ladies is, do you think I will say Bravo does a great job of keeping all of their mouths completely shut. They do not talk. They are so trained. They are so well-behaved. They're like really, really good puppies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like she may have 
I mean, look at, look, listen, I, I, mama, her mama bear came out with the whole Brooks and the tweets and Jen liking them. Like, I didn't think that was cool. Like kids are off limits, no matter right. how old they are. Like if my mom were a housewife, I'd be off limits and yeah. I'm in my mid thirties and I bet you, you'd feel the same way. Yeah. So like, I get it. Um, and I think that that really lit a fire under her. Cause you have to remember like this was filmed as it was going down. So like, if she had an opportunity she may have taken it after what she did to Brooks. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see as it plays out. But listen, we could talk about Bravo all day. I really want to get into our interviews. Yes. We're, doing, we're talking to Real Hostess of Dallas, like Tiffany Moon and uh, Deandra Simmons. And I'm super excited. I know you are too. So, uh, yes, let's get into it. And we're so lucky to get the first interviews with any of the ladies since the show's been put on a quote unquote pause. So everyone take a listen and let, let us know your thoughts. We can't wait. So we're here with my favorite doctor from Dallas, Dr. Tiffany Moon. Thank you so much for joining us on the pay attention police podcast. Yes. Thank you. I'm um, so glad to be here. We're so happy to have you because, you know, you guys haven't really talked a lot. So we're just so honored that you're, you're sharing your POV with us on everything that happened. How have you been doing? I've been good. Um, I just am back to my ho-hum regular life. Um, the hospital's been pretty busy and my twin girls just started first grade. So we were, you know, adjusting to all that. Oh my gosh, that sounds very hard. <laughs> um, so you've had a very busy week on social media, obviously. I love, I love your, when you chime in, I mean, you always get picked up by like the comments by Bravo and things like that, because you're just so real. <laughs> you know, if you didn't know any better, you would probably think that I just am on social media all day. And people are like, oh, if you're so busy being a mom and a doctor, then why are you on social media? And I'm like, well, when I come home from the hospital and I just need to decompress for 20 or 30 minutes, like that's what I do because I'm not making any new friends because I'm basically at the hospital or at home. And I like to, you know, get into some chit chatter about whatever. Um, so yeah, I'll drop a comment or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's kind of talk about that. The whole Erica Jane, Tiffany Moon situation. Like I found your comment funny. Like when I first read it, I was like, haha, that's hilarious. Because I mean, maybe because I know you, but I could tell, oh, she's just making a little joke, but like people were chiming in a below deck person, by the <laughs> way, got wind of it, but you guys, you know, she seemed to apologize. You apologize. So walk us through kind of what happened there. Oh my gosh. So I wake up and one of my surgeries is delayed at the hospital. So I was like, well, let me get on and see what's going on in the world this morning. So I see this picture of Erica Jane pop up where she's basically naked, like 90 percent naked, but she looks amazing. Um, and, um, so I was in jest making a cute comment and, and I said, you need some clothes, boo, question mark, kissy face. And it was meant to be funny because if a naked person posts a picture, like you need clothes, you know, and it was, it was meant to be like, not shady and just sort of like, wow, you're naked on social media. And then people just 
a lot of people were like, oh, that's funny. And then there was a small percentage of people that were like, you're slut shaming women. How dare you? Why don't you go back to being a doctor? And just like, I was like, oh, wow. Like when I dropped that comment, I literally um, turned off my phone and then went into the OR. And then when I turned it on again, after, um, during my next break, I was like, oh my goodness. I, I did not mean for all that to happen. Wow. Are you friends with Erica? No, I'm not friends with her. We've chatted before, um, but I would not say that she's a friend. I don't know anything about her. Did you get any response from her at all? I don't think so. Unless um, she commented in the thread after the like 133 comments that I read and then stopped reading. I don't think she did. I didn't see anything, but I was just curious if she like texted you or reached out privately you know yeah no erica jane did not contact me but andy said hello and said that he hoped i was doing well and i was like hey andy (laughs) but you guys you and it's caroline right that's who it was i have no idea who she is but after she started trolling me i i googled her and found out that she was on below deck i don't know what season um and that she also had like, uh, was charged with larceny. <laughs> Cause you know, when you Google someone's name, all of the things show up Yeah. and she was really trolling me hard. And usually I don't respond to the trolls. Usually I'm just like block and delete, whatever. But for some reason I must've been in a mood that morning. And so I trolled her back. Okay. Yeah. But you guys hashed it out. It looks like from what yeah. I remember. Okay. Yeah, she um, issued a public apology, which one of my friends um, made me aware of, and I read it, and I was like, it seems genuine. I don't know this girl. I always tell people to give each other the benefit of the doubt. These are crazy times. Sometimes we have like angst or anxiety, and it brings out like not the best side of us, and so I was like, I'm going to forgive her because what am I going to do? Hold a grudge on social media against someone I've never met? Like water under the bridge. Totally. Totally. All right. Well, we got to talk about your show now that we talked about Below Deck and RHOBH. Um, Okay. So it's kind of been put on pause right now. How do you feel when that news, how did you feel when the news came out? How are you feeling now? Um, Honestly, the first feeling that I felt when um, I found out is relieved. Um, And I I mean that in the nicest way possible, but it really did take a toll on me physically, emotionally, mentally, and it took a lot of time away from my family because you have to remember I was working full time during that time in the hospital. Um, So the time that it took for filming and trips came was deducted from my family time. I, you know, was not a very good wife and not a very good mother during filming because I wasn't around very much. Um, And I I just didn't think that I had the um, intestinal fortitude to do another season. Um, I, I just, you know, I think you and I talked like way early when the season started showing um, and people ask that um, as a frequent question when I did interviews uh, while the show was on and they would say, um, do you think you'll come back for another season? And I was always like, I don't know. We'll see. The circumstances would have to be right. You know, I always kind of was on the fence, to be honest. Gotcha. Okay. Well, how do you feel now? Because obviously, you know, the show wasn't 
canceled. It was just sort of put on pause for now. So if it does come back in the future, is that something you would entertain? Yeah, I mean, I always say never say never. I mean, if you had told me like five or 10 years ago that I would be on the Real House of Dallas, I would have asked what kind of crack you were smoking. <laughs> And so, you know, now I did a season and um, if they were to bring it back in another year or two or three and they wanted to invite me, I think, you know, I would consider it um, depending on what life circumstances I'm in at that time. Um, but yeah, I, I loved certain parts of it um, and not certain parts of it, but I would definitely consider it. Yeah. Did you guys start filming a new season yet at all? Um, what do you mean? Like, did you film scenes past season five at all? Like just to test the waters or anything like that? Nope. We ended with reunion with mm -hmm. me having a nosebleed on national TV. And that was the last scene of me. <laughs> wow. Mic drop. Yeah. yeah I think, I think my blood pressure was very high and just building and building that day. And finally a little vessel in my nose was like, nope, we're done. We're not having it. So all those rumors like, oh, here's like, going to be the new people. Like all of that was rumors. It's crazy how it starts, right? Or that I read rumors you guys were filming already. No, it's so crazy. Like these rumors and they're like, Dallas will be back for season six. And, you know, Deandra has confirmed she and Tiffany will be back for season six. And so I called her and I was like, the what? And she's like, no, that's not what I meant. Like people are taking like one little smiley face or okay, can't wait to see you soon as like a confirmation of something. Um, but yeah, there were multiple accounts posting that we would be back um, and that who they speculated would be fired and who the new housewives would be. And then there was a picture from my birthday party that Deandra hosted for me and somebody like re um, posted it and they were like, testing has begun for season six. And I was like, there were no cameras at my birthday party, right. <laughs> at least not that I know of. Right. Like, do you think it, it should come back and who would you like to see, you know, come back, not come back? You know, should is always a matter of opinion. And I think that the audience has, mm, I don't know, gotten tired of or, or seen the same thing with all of these franchises, right? All eight, 10 of them um, and, and multiple seasons, like a decade of Housewives. And I think the rhetoric has sort of changed in recent years. I think people want more, um, like working women, like their whole life, not just middle-aged women getting drunk and behaving badly. Like they've seen that, you know? And I think there's some conflict that they wanna see certainly because I say even Disney movies have some sort of conflict, um, but they want it not to be so um, toxic. And I think a lot of what I participated in was for lack of a better word, very toxic to me. So I don't know. I think the, the show could, should, should and could continue, but with a little revamp on um, kind of where it's going. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense or am I just clubbing? Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's put on pause. Like any, you know, it's, it's like you're taking a break with a boyfriend that you love very much. You take a, you take a pause. Yeah. Yeah, you take a break with a boyfriend and either um, you cheat on him with someone else or then you're forever broken up. Yeah. Or you get back together. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. We're just on a break, okay? Yeah, we're on a break. Exactly. Like you're, you know, level up or as as one tries to do. It makes sense. I get it. I, I mean, you brought a lot to the table, to the franchise, to the show, you know, you are a fan favorite from, from right out of the gate, episode one, you know, I, how does that make you feel? And also being the first, we've spoken about this, but it's really true and powerful. The first Asian American housewife to be on the TV screen. Um, you know, when it's one thing, because when you're filming for the many weeks that you're filming, it's, you know, you're participating in things, you have conflicts, people are yelling at you, you're yelling at other people, but you don't really know what it's going to be like when it shows, which is months later. So when I saw myself on TV, I was like, oh, that is so cringy. Like, I hate my voice. Why do I sound like that? You know, and I just, I was in shock. I think the first two or three episodes because I was so not used to seeing myself on TV. Um, And then as as I got used to it, I became more comfortable with it. And I started actually engaging with some of the fans because the first two weeks, I just felt like, you know, I was drinking from a water hose or something. I was like, oh my God, I have 300 DMs. Like, I don't even, I'm just not going to check them because I don't know how to deal with that. Okay. Okay. Um, The reunion, you kind of touched on it. Obviously it was filmed during COVID, which made a few awkward, you know, moments happen. So how did you feel about all that? I was so excited to go to reunion because of the COVID, which has, you know, been a part of our lives for gosh, like a year and a half plus um, that I was getting to travel because I had not gone anywhere for over a year and that I was going to meet Andy in person because the two watch what happens lives I did were over zoom I did not get to sit in the clubhouse with like a DJ slash bartender and um, an audience and like sit next to Andy and like shoot the shit so I was like I got gypped man I got totally gypped so when they're like you're gonna fly to New York for the reunion I was like yeah I'm finally going to be on a plane. I'm going to put on my hazmat suit, my N95, another respirator over there. I don't care what I got to do. I am getting on that damn plane and I am meeting Andy in person. Oh my gosh. Well, was it, I hope it was everything you dreamt of and more. Andy was everything I ever dreamt of and more. The reunion experience I could have done without. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> under understandable understandable those awkward screens as well because yeah. of covid yeah talking to a screen and then for like a little bit because we were there for several hours um for a little bit when one of them didn't talk I would like forget that they were there <laughs> and then all of a sudden like you'd hear this voice emanate from a tv screen I'd be like 
Oh yeah, they are here. That was unfortunate. It was very unfortunate and poor timing. Yeah, that was really unfortunate. What about, um, you know, obviously Bravo Peacock is doing this all-stars housewife show. There are multiple rumors about casting for season two. Is that a show that you would be interested in doing? Because obviously, like Lene said, you are a fan favorite. You might not have been there since the beginning, but to fans, you're an all-star already. So oh my gosh. Um, I I don't yeah. think that, but um yeah, I don't um I'm open to it, certainly, because I think it involves taking a trip to somewhere fabulous. But to be honest, I, I don't I probably won't know um any of the other cast members. So that might be a good or bad thing because at least I'm not coming in with like beef towards anyone, but I also won't know anything about their personal lives. Um, I don't know. I would be open to it, but I hear it's like all for like super popular OG housewives of which I am not. So I don't think so. Okay. Well, you are super popular. You should. (laughs) We know because we follow all the blogs and people love you. Yeah. And I mean, when you and I were, were talking right after the news broke, I said to you like, Oh, what about like married to medicine Dallas? Like that'd be perfect for you. And that's what a lot of other fans were saying. So like, what do you think about that? Would, would you, you know, do it? Yeah. You know, a lot of people said that they were like, give Tiffany and Deandra and Mama D their own spinoff or um, Bravo. Are you listening? It's time for married to medicine, Dallas edition. And I was like, oh my goodness. I don't even know what that is. I've never seen it before. Um, Let me go watch a few episodes, but I, I like the premise of it. And I think that if I did it, which I'm not saying I am, um, it would allow me to portray my life um, more wholly. And what I mean by that is on the show, I didn't really talk about my work. Um, and so I think people don't know much about my you know, regular job that I went to for 45 or 50 hours a week. Um, and so I think if I was on a show like Married to Medicine, where hopefully I could incorporate more of my um, work, my job into uh, the show, that I would like that better. Yeah, that would be really cool. I'm pulling for you. I think that's <laughs> someone, someone call the execs at Bravo. I know. <laughs> Calling right now, paging. Andy. <laughs> we got to get you into the clubhouse. That's number one. I would like to go to the clubhouse. Like, I feel really just her dream. Her dream. I'm going to the clubhouse in a couple of weeks. I'll bring oh, we'll just rub it in. Why don't you? I know. I'll bring you in my <laughs> plus one. Can I come as your guest? Yeah, you can bring, you can be my plus one. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what's next for you? Um, For so long, I've been in medicine and finally I decided to try my entrepreneurial, oh, I'm not even saying that right, spirit. So um, I created a line of candles called Aromasthesia. That was actually a quarantine um, product because I, you know, was at home and mixing essential oils and stuff. So now I have 18 cents. Um, and they're all named after anesthetic drugs. And I was trying to be cute because the more energizing sense I named after drugs that are supposed to like wake you up and make your heart rate faster. And then the more relaxing, calming sense like lavender, I named after drugs that are supposed to um, put you down and make you sleepier or your heart rate lower. Cause I think I'm, it's so cute. <laughs> and other people are like, I can't even 
pronounce the names of these um, candles. And I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. Um, and then my husband and I um, have had a wine line for over a decade, but we just this year started a private wine label so that we could ship directly to customers. So I'm managing the candle line um, and managing the wines, which is called Three Moon Wines. And then also I made, or actually my husband made a necklace for me um, that we call Eternal Moon that I've been selling. And we give the proceeds from that to families um, affected by domestic violence. Oh, that's really nice. You're such a good person. <laughs> we need more housewives like you. You're great. Oh my gosh. I don't think I was a very good housewife. And I think in one of my very first interviews, I think it was with Gibson Johns or maybe Danny Pellegrino. And they were saying like, you know, would you come back for another season? And I'm like, you guys are asking me this and we've only, we're like three episodes in, like, I don't know the answer, but I think they asked something and I said, yeah, I don't think um, I'm going to be a very good housewife, like as it was showing. So <laughs> you need to have more faith in yourself. You yeah. did it great. You killed it. And I mean, do you have any regrets about doing the show? Um, not really, because I think a regret implies that you did something wrong or you would do it differently. And I really don't think that I could have done it any differently. I was my most authentic self for good or for bad. Um, and I learned so much, like I'm a lifelong learner, a self-proclaimed nerd, and I learned so much about myself, about other people, about how reality TV works and, you know, publicity. It was, I mean, as a doctor who spends her time in the operating room, I was like, oh my gosh, this like TV stuff is really fascinating. Um, and not to mention, it was a very unique experience that I would have probably never had in my life. So I am grateful um, for that experience. But what I've been telling people is that like that chapter of my book is closed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Who do you still talk to though? I mean, I know you're friendly with Deandra. We love her and Mama D, obviously like love, <laughs> um, but who else in the cast do you still talk to? And what do you guys like to do together now? I have not spoken to anyone in months, um, except for Deandra and Mama D. And, um, you know, during the show, whenever it was someone's birthday, we'd sort of pitch in and, and get them like a one big present. Um, and not that I wanted a present, but none of the other cast members um, even texted or called me on my birthday, which I feel like, you know, like it, it, it's very clear to me that uh, we're, not friends anymore <laughs> or were we ever really okay how do you feel about that I mean I'm a little saddened by it but not surprised um it is what it is you know it, it, people sometimes don't mesh well together and I think um for some of um my castmates that that was the case got it well Dr. Moon I know that you have to go save lives as <laughs> Chris and I continue to ruin them. I like to say it's actually just carpool, but okay. <laughs> no, you, you're saving lives. It's fine. Oh, or carpool, but you're still saving lives. Um, I know. I like to say that I'm like, you save lives and I unfortunately destroy them as a celebrity reporter. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. You're too sweet. You're too sweet to destroy Thanks. lives. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. We hope to see you on our TV screens again yeah. soon, but everybody needs to get these candles prescribed with love by Dr. Moon. They say on the Please. back. I love that. Yes. Please buy my candles. Yes. <laughs> and then we do donate them, uh, the proceeds to the family place. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure. And I'm sure we'll thank be hearing you. and seeing a lot from you in the very near future. <laughs> so we have Deandra Simmons from Real Houses of Dallas with us right now. The OG, one of the OGs of Dallas, who I love so dearly. We met so many years ago out here when they were launching the series. It was such a pleasure. Yes, yeah. we did. We met at what, Chris, I don't know if you know this, if Lene told you, but we met for lunch at the Sunset Tower. Is that yeah, we did. Not a race. It was so much fun. We had a blast and I was nervous because it was my first time to meet anyone in the media and she was so fun and we just had a blast. After a glass of champagne, I was okay or whatever I was having. <laughs> Not a Mambo taxi like we have in Dallas. But <laughs> I know. I know. Well, thank you for joining us for the Hollywood Life podcast. We so appreciate having you. Yes, we are so excited. Well, I just appreciate you guys asking me and um, it's always a good chat with Lene. So Chris, I'm looking forward to talking to you too. Uh, he's the best. He's the best. He's a huge Bravo super fan. So, super fan. you know, we're such a tight knit community, I feel like, right? Yes, definitely. I mean, Either you're kind of, you know, a Bravo fan and then you're really all in or you kind of really don't know what it is. <laughs> oh my God. You know, even my son now knows what Bravo is. It's kind of <laughs> seven. He's like, is this, a house is this a housewife party? I'm like, hell yeah, it is. Always a housewife party with us, right? Bravo fans are rabid, as you know. I mean, they are so committed. And that was what I, you know, love so much about the show is that they, I mean, you know, good and bad, they either love you or they don't love you, but they definitely give their opinions, which means they are interested in your life and what's happening. And so that was all the work that you put into it. That's so rewarding because you see how much people are invested. Right. I mean, we'll start off obviously by asking you, you know, the show's kind of like on this pause right now how do you feel about that and when the news came in were you shocked because there were all these rumors like you guys were already filming there were new cast members coming in people were getting excited talk to us about it I honestly I you know wasn't totally in shock however I mean it was a very hard year for every franchise because of the you know COVID situation so um everybody kind of had to pivot and figure out what was next and um obviously when you've been doing something for I've been on the show for four, but really for five years, because with the filming and all that kind of stuff for five years, it's just becomes part of your regular routines. And my routine has changed. And I miss, honestly, I miss my little production family and everybody at Bravo that I worked with because we had developed these really um, deep relationships. I mean, when you work with somebody that close and that intensely, and you're talking about important things in your life that's happening and your triumphs and your tragedies, those kind of people really become your dear friends. So I miss that, obviously. Um, some of the ladies I really enjoyed working with and I'm going to miss that, but we continue our friendships. I mean, so we'll, we're on hiatus, which is good. So we get to take a rest because it's, you know, if you don't get to take a rest, then I mean, I think this is honestly a reset for me. So I'm glad that I have some time off to kind of pursue some other things and think about the last few years and all the great and wonderful things that happened during my time um, with the Real Housewives of Dallas. And if it continues fine, if it doesn't, then God has another door opening, which I really trust in and believe in that. 
Is that something that you would entertain if they came back to you right now and said, hey, you know what, we're going to start back up. We want you to come back. Like, what are your thoughts on that right now? Well, Chris, I have like a Pandora's box of stories like they never end. There's always some kind of something happening in my life. And I enjoyed sharing that with people that resonated and asked questions, whether it be about my relationship with Mama D or my marriage with my husband or how I handled being a stepmother, how I handled being an entrepreneur during a COVID pandemic um, or just, you know, questions in general. So I would always, you know, never say never. The door is always open if um, Bravo wants to, you know, come back to the show and, and wants to ask me back. Certainly I would go back because um, like I said, I'm very grateful for my time and the relationships and opportunities that were brought to me because of being associated with Bravo. Yeah. Do you think the show's going to come back and who are you still in touch with regularly? I honestly, I have no idea. They've told me the same thing they told you. And um, as you and I know, Lene, we talk on, you know, we're friends. So I, there's nothing that I know that you don't know. And I don't really have, um, you know, I honestly, I didn't have a gut feeling one way or the other, which usually I did every year. So as far as was I surprised, I, you know, I was upset. I mean, of course you're going to be upset, right? Because, you know, you have, I had like, I'll be honest, I had a little pity party for two or three days. Had a little too much to drink for two or three days. And then my husband's like, okay, get it together. Get your, pull up your pants. You know, like my dad used to say, pull up your big girl panties and get on with your life. But it was okay for me to kind of, you know, be a little sorry sop for a few days and cry and be like, oh, what's going to happen next? What am I going to do? You know, and then get on with my life. So um, I still keep in touch with uh, Tiffany. We're very close. We talk probably, I mean, she works like me. So um, we talk probably two or three times a week and we try to see each other every few weeks. Um, uh, Brandy actually texted me last night and she said, I need to buy you, buy you this. It was a crown with a queen bee on it. <laughs> she was like, I saw this and I have to buy it for you. Um, I did talk to Stephanie um, as far as the other ladies, I haven't spoken to them, um, unfortunately, since the show ended. There was a lot of, you know, there's a lot of kind of the reset time, I'll be honest, is good to kind of let those feelings and those um, emotions settle. And so it's, it's okay. I think there's some people that uh, it would take a lot to build a bridge, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, never say never with that. That's for sure. Okay. So never say never. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, a, sometimes breaks are like a good thing. I mean, at first they, they're upsetting, but yeah. like you said, it's giving you guys this breather. And then also for the fans who are sad that it was put on pause, they'll be even more excited when it does come back. If it does, you know, it'll be that much more exciting and who knows what it'll bring in the future. You know, I agree with you. Um, like I said, it's an unfortunate setback for the time, but Sometimes you just need to take a pause and yeah. and reflect and see how, if, and when you're going to move forward and what that looks like on every end, on our end, on you know the end of, of Bravo, if they decide to go forward or not. I mean, whatever happens, I'm just glad. I wish I would have joined season one, but it wasn't the right time for me, unfortunately. But the last, you know, season two through five were a great experience for me, and I got to share so many things and. Um, you know, I, I just, if I could do it all over again, yes, I certainly would do it all over again. I would never not do it. I mean, it was hard. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, but I would certainly jump two feet all in again. <laughs> right, right. Well, and it's like, you're such a staple on the show. I like, 
I'm trying to think who I could like equip you to is like when you think of the franchise, you think of you, you think of Mama D, like you forget that you weren't on season one to be completely right. honest. Do people tell you that often? They do say that often. And, um, you know, I just, I, I took, it takes a long time to kind of figure out if you're going to do this and, and when and the timing and as a business owner on an entrepreneur and then I was cheering at the time I remember the first season I was cheering the Salvation Army lunch I was cheering UNICEF I was cheering something called Cancer Blows so it was a lot to have to kind of like I had to get through that in order to move on to this next phase and so I did that and I did that respectfully which um, asking people and saying look this is what I'm going to think about doing in the next year and I'm not going to do it in the middle of this I'm going to wait so that's why I waited and it's fine. You know, God has every, God has all the timing planned. We don't understand it necessarily. We don't understand this surely what's happening right now, but I trust that everything is going to work out. The universe will work it all out. And this is where I'm supposed to be at this time in my life. And so, and the same thing with all the other ladies. Right. And you know, COVID, you brought up COVID. You had COVID. You were very mm -hmm. sick. You were in the ICU. Your reunion was different. The most different yeah. one. I think Chris and I have probably seen yeah because of COVID. And also like, let's just talk about like, you brought this up, but you guys are not the only franchise that's been affected because of COVID. Look right. at what just happened with Rahoni, like the reunion, the first canceled reunion ever. So, mm -hmm. you know, talk to me about like what your reunion experience was like and maybe season as a whole, which obviously like we said, it's because of COVID that everything kind of happened the way it did. Well, first of all, I was glad that we weren't on a Zoom call for reunion. <laughs> Because, I mean, you know, that's an S show for sure a lot of times because, you know, in and out and people slamming their computers and getting mad. And, I mean, getting muted. Yeah, exactly. Walking away. And I just think there's a lot of more opportunities if you're on a Zoom to just say, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm leaving the set. Um, and for us, I was glad that we were in person. But then, of course, we lost two cast members, which was unfortunate because you can't really feel, see, hear you know, touch those emotions as much as you could if they were sitting there in their seat. Um, but we did the best we could. And the only bad thing about it, I think, was the day was very long because I never sleep. This is horrible. I never sleep the night before a reunion. I try and try and try, and I'm not going to take anything. I'll take a melatonin maybe, but I get so nervous that I won't wake up because you have to get up at, you know, 5 or 4.30, whatever. And so I had no sleep. And then the day, I think we started the day very late. And um, I felt like I was not on at all that whole day. And that was really disappointed in myself. Of course, I beat myself up after those reunions every year. I could have done this. I could have done that. I could have said this. Why did I forget that? But I think everybody kind of does that, you know, at times with everything. I'm an overachiever. Have you not noticed that? <laughs> I'm <not> very overachieving. <laughs> you are. How did Mama D take the news? About the reunion? She was disappointed. She was, you know, possibly going to be there, but obviously because of COVID and, and she's older, the traveling at the time, I don't know if you remember, it was very different than it is now. So it wasn't the right time, obviously, for her to get on a plane at, she's, she's going to be 81 in January. Wow. So it was just, you know, to put her at risk, it wasn't, it wasn't a good thing. And she did have COVID after me. She actually got it from me, but we kind of didn't talk about it at the time because I didn't want people to get upset because I, we, I had it at Christmas day. I just had an ankle surgery and probably got it in the hospital. Cause when I got into before the ankle surgery, they had to test me and I didn't have it. And so then I came home for Christmas day. Mom made lunch, came over cause I couldn't walk at the time. 
And then I had it the next day and then she then subsequently got it, but she'd already had one COVID shot. So I think that saved her and thank God because she has asthma and oh my gosh, I'm just so grateful that she did not have it the way I had it. How did she take the news of the show being on a pause right now? That I could almost see her taking it. How did she take the news? She, you know, she took it like a champ. I mean, she takes everything like a champ. <laughs> she was, she, she was upset, I think, because she enjoyed her time. And this is kind of like her, you know, next career is being on this because she's not working anymore. Um, she did finally turn the company over. Chris, I don't know if you knew all that about the company and everything, but she finally turned the company over to me. So um, she really enjoyed her time uh, talking to the ladies on the show, giving advice to Tiffany. And um, of course, we had our good and bad moments, but just like every mother daughter. And then we would try to figure out the conflict resolution. But then having people come to us and say, I really enjoyed watching this relationship. How did you navigate this? How did you do that? And so she gets a lot of those relationship questions. And so she enjoyed it very much. So I think, you know, she was like me, she was a little sad, but um, I obviously had a lot more time invested than, than she did. But, you know, she's, well, she's hopeful. Hopefully something will happen and it'll come back or we'll do something else. And, you know, you never know. What about speaking of something else? Obviously, they've been doing these Real Housewives All-Stars shows. Is that something you'd be into doing? Because I could totally see you on that. I certainly would be open to it if I was um, asked to, I guess, I, I don't even know how they, they audition people. I don't even know what they do, to be honest with you. If they asked me, I would certainly do it. Um, I'd like to see what it would be like to be with other personalities from other franchises and how that would work because... These are people I don't really know unless I've just met them, for instance, with Lene at a party or, mm. or something, you know, just happened to be at a housewife. Event. So I think that would be kind of cool. Now it would be scary for sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, some of those yeah. ladies have been on a lot longer and they've got it down. I mean, I might be kind of a little green, but I certainly would entertain that. Who would you like love to meet from another franchise? Like, is there someone that you would love to meet? And then also someone that you could see yourself like, what was the second part of that who you would put in their place like who would you be like wait a minute I watched you on tv and like you need a lesson you on tv and like you need a lesson hmm well I would like to meet Kyle Richards because the fact that people have always said that we look alike and uh, she commented on my shoes one time when I was on Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> so I'm like, I want to meet this woman. And she does have that acting, you know, background. And um, I think her her family's fascinating. Um, as far as putting somebody in their place, I mean, it's funny because I always thought that I wouldn't get along with Ramona, but everyone that's on that show says I'd get along with her. But I thought we would probably not have a lot in common. But, you know, people tell me it's different. So I don't know. I am um, friendly. I haven't seen her a long time with Dorinda. Margaret Josephs is one of my very good friends. Um, oh. I think, uh, I don't think Teresa and I oh. get along so great. <laughs> That's funny. What, what would you think would be about Teresa? When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. You know, she seems a little crafty. And as you know me very well, I'm very straightforward. And so I get my feathers ruffled when people surprise me. So I would not take that very well if there was a surprise dropped in my lap, probably. (laughs) Well, you know, we spoke to Dr. Moon as well. Um, But what's next for you? I mean, you're not, you're not going, you're not going to the anesthesiology room. So what's next for you, Deandra? No, I just, um, I just had a wonderful weekend. I went to the iHeart um, Music Festival. And as you, I don't know if I've, I've told you or not, but I have a new podcast. I had, I don't give a rip. And now it's become the DeAndre Simmons show. So I've been writing my intros and my ideas and basically block A, block C, block, block B, you know, D, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to talk about, how that's going to work. We're going to cover current events. We'll probably cover a little reality. We'll cover... Um, you know, lots of things in entertainment, also kind of some funny things that happened with the boys. Both of the boys are living with us. Both of Jeremy's children have moved in. So if you remember Keaton from season two, we got in the big fight. I told him I'd pluck his eyes out and roll him around on the table if he did that again, <laughs> if he rolled him again at me. And then he's here and so is Cohen. So Cohen and Keaton are joining me a little bit as guests on my podcast. So that's happening. And then, um, there may be something for me on stage. I can't really um, announce it yet, but I have had uh, an audition and we'll see kind of, you know, where that goes. I just can't say anything yet. So. Ooh, crossing over from reality a little bit, I see. Well, I really wanted to get back. I started on the stage and Chris, you probably don't know this. I don't know if I've talked to Lene about it. I started on the stage in Dallas and got my equity card when I was, gosh, I think 18, but I started performing at four and I love live theater. So I was in musical theater and then live theater. So I wanted to go back to live theater. So I did have an opportunity to read for a role and, um, you know, um, it was interesting and, and we'll see, I, I can't really say anything yet, but I'm excited about it and excited about the opportunities and, um, we'll see what happens. That's so cool. I hope you get that. I do too. <laughs> I don't know that I acted before so they if they come and see me in that role then they're gonna kind of think okay well I didn't know that she acted so that to me is really the icing on the cake to get the opportunity to be on stage and when you're on stage it's like do or die time you know you don't really get a redo except the next night and those people are gonna be in those seats the next night you know Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We hope to see you back on our Bravo screen somewhere in the very near future. Well, thank you. I'm sorry for my bad. Uh, I'm in this hotel room in Arkansas. So it's kind of like 
this is my bad bat round, but at least I got to be here with you guys today. Yes, thank you so okay. much. The, the fans are going to be really excited and happy to hear from you and get an update on what you're up to. And happy to hear from you and get an update on what you're up to. Well, I certainly, as I told you, Lene, I will let you know as soon as I have some news. So uh, stay tuned and um, I'll be sure to break it to you as soon as I can, okay? We can't wait. Thank you, Deandra, for joining us. Have a good one. Thank you, okay. Thank you Deandra.